Ooh, of course, of course, of course, you say, start the show on another day and you'll have everything in order and it'll be better. But then the encoder computer crashes and needs to do an update just at start time. So hence the 10 minute delay in getting started at the proposed start time for today. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. That's right, Jack. So, we did hear Second Layer with Fixation just now. Uh, comes from World of Rubber. It was put out in 1981 by Cherry Red. And rather than delay anything too much further, I'm just going to get going here. We got... Piss Factory next. This is a song called Bug. Comes from their release Simplify, put out last year through Psychic Hysteria.
She said, something ain't right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man, the building is on fire. I said, no, what? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh-uh, we ain't gonna be in no fire. Not today. <laughs>
I just dropped in Here at Joe's for a short one Truth is I had no better place to go Got to thinking of the lonely nights ahead of me And I ordered another round or so Now the window I'm looking through is growing hazy Neon lights play tricks before my eyes And I wonder what has happened that old Shoots drunk outside I only meant to be in here for a little while But how fast the hands of time can It's growing hazy Neon lights Play tricks before my eyes And I wonder What has happened To that old world out there Lost from where I sat It shoots drunk outside Lost from where I sat It shoots drunk outside Yes I would have to concur It sure looks drunk outside James Hawley from 1969, that comes from a single put out by Musicore. Uh, then there was the Jesus Lizard 7 vs. 8 from the debut Jesus Liz EP or long, long EP, short LP, I don't know, head uh, from 1990 put out by Touch and Go. Um, then Essie with Break Frame released by Ramp Local in 2019. The album is called Vital Creatures. Then the Moguls, or maybe it's just Moguls, with Avalanche from a single put out in 1964 by Century Custom Recording Service. Then before Moguls, Foxtails, the song is listed as ZZZ, so I don't know if that indicates as in snoring or z or zzz or zzz but uh 
I really like that song, and I would not attribute my feelings to it as being snoring related. The whole album is really good, in fact. Um, it has a, a really nice dynamic between kind of softer moments like that and, and really intense screamo-esque kind of stuff. But not corny screamo. Good screamo. Um, so yeah, that is called Coreta Haya and was put out by Emo Cat Records last year. And to start, it was Piss, Piss Factory, Factory with Bug, taken from Simplify, put out last year as well by Psychic Hysteria. It's all fine and dandy. I, I really enjoy the opportunity to play all this stuff for people on a weekly basis. That's quite an honor in itself, but it's even better again when people who listen to the show or are aware of it in some capacity or whatever send me things that would fit in or at least they feel would fit in and that's the case with this next song I got a nice message the other day from Barbara in Belgium who sent me this selection well as part of a Bandcamp page uh, for Tuvalu based in Brussels uh, so I'm going to play Swimming Pool by Tuvalu next. It comes from the Planting Bulbs EP put out in 2006 or 2018 by Wild Goose Chase. So thanks, Barbara. And uh, yeah, we, we got some more stuff to come after that. Of course, uh, Zach's going to be here with I'm Allowed a little bit later. And then I have a whole set of telephone-related songs of uh, varying degrees of silliness so i won't say too much more about that i think it's better to let the telephone do the talking instead so yeah this is oh man and i'm rory and i'm here for another i don't know hour and a half or something like that and here comes tuvalu
It's a sick, sick, sick world. And it's waiting for you. Was not for Mercedes 
That was, that was I Can't by Bengal. That was another uh, band that Barbara in Belgium tipped me off to in her message the other day. Uh, that comes from their release called Shiv that was put out this year as a self-released item. Um, then there was Zuma with Night of the Sadist. I don't know when that was put out, but uh, it appeared as a single on the Zuma Records label. That's a version of the better-known Night of the Phantom. I guess they took some liberties and with the lyrics and all. Um, maybe could, I guess you could even consider it sort of an answer song, maybe. I don't know. Then we heard uh, Zach and Kevin under the alias of Death Sweeps Them Away uh, from Death Sweeps Them Away While They Are Still Gathering Flowers. That was put out this year as a self-release item. The song was Filled With Your Terrible Radiance. And to start, as I mentioned, Tuvalu with Swimming Pool taken from Planting Bulbs put out in 2018 by Wild Goose Chase. Okay, uh, we're going to play a few more songs here and then we'll get to I'm Allowed with Zach. And yeah, uh, uh, next is Renee with Goodbye Jimmy Goodbye put out by Metronome in 1965. I actually owned this single for a period before I moved to Prague um, and ripped this myself. Uh, I wasn't able to find a better rip of it online, so you'll just have to enjoy those cracks and pops as they come. I bought it for one euro, so you know, you, you could do a lot worse.
Name a yellow fruit. Orange. Uh,
Good advice from Roy Hall, the Hound. One monkey don't stop the show as it's listed on the label, even though in the song he says one monkey can't stop the show. But hey, I don't think it really matters that much, does it? Uh, RCA put that out in 1960 as a single. Then there was Plastic Weather before Roy Hall with Doppelganger. Comes from uh, the self-titled release they put out in 2018 before plastic weather velour of poland with pink tide afflux time from cowie ten Seni stuff which was also put out in 2018 this time through crunchy human children records and to start we heard renee with Goodbye, Jimmy, Goodbye, issued by Metronome in Germany, West Germany to be precise, in 1965. So it's I'm Allowed Time with my good buddy and yours, Zach Coons, and I just need to get the phone up. I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Mac away from Zach. And yeah, speaking of more technical difficulties, the stupid phone thing isn't working. So uh, just going to wait for that to load up here. And yeah, okay, here we go. Now, now it's time to call the man. 
Hey there, pal. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> wow, there's a little bit of a lag. It's pretty unusual. We've actually got we've we've got it on the PA. Oh, that's intimidating. And uh, what's that? I say that's intimidating. <laughs> yeah, let me go. To, let me let me uh, go down into the PA. I bet that'll be. I wonder, I wonder what will happen. Let's do a little experiment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's just like it's just behind what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like a replay. I'm down here now. <laughs> Is it like this five seconds behind or something? <laughs> okay, well, that's enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never do that again in my life. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what's going to come when you hear it, when you go down and listen to that. What's that? I say you know exactly what's gonna what's gonna come next when you go down and listen to that. <laughs> yeah, and I know it's not gonna be worth a damn. Too. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so what's going that's, on? Uh, that's the cold hard facts. Yeah. I I made this uh, I made this psychedelic uh, cocktail. <laughs> oh, what does I, that uh, consist have of? You ever, have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of Blue Lotus before? No. It's an herb used in uh, in ancient Egypt. It's used in like by, by the by the high priests and priestesses in in uh, divination rit- rituals. <laughs> they would like you know they would divine th- divine things for the pharaohs. And uh, I, I ordered I ordered some and oh god now I'm back in the house and I'm hearing that <laughs> that is very wild. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I may I I steeped a tea last night with that and uh another another herb called mimosa which is the is used in traditional chinese medicine for like it's called it's called the tree of happiness i've got to go back outside i can't handle hearing that yeah (laughs) that's too surreal (laughs) that's uh that's pretty wild somebody pointed out something really funny to me the other day because i somebody somebody had mentioned to me or asked me to send them my, my, you know, like whatever, my Facebook fan page, they asked me to send it to them. Yeah. And then, and I did, and they said, it's really unusual that you're, when you send it, and then, you know, it's more or less you send an invite. And when you, you know, I'm, I'm sending an invite to like, for somebody to like my own name. <laughs> yeah, that is That's, true. You know, it's like, it's like I'm sending them an, an invite to like me. <laughs> did they accept your invite? Oh, yeah, they did. They asked me to send it, actually. Yeah. So, uh, but, I and I didn't even, I didn't think about how unusual and surreal it is. But, um, yet, <laughs> she pointed out to me that pretty much just what I said, like, how how surreal it is for a person to have a, a page under their own name that's kind of this, you know, it's like, it's in a way kind of objectively removed from who I am because there are two, there are two, so it's, it's this hyper real, like other, other world universe, me. And I'm, I sent it along for her to like, so (laughs) the way she put it, I, I wish I could remember exactly the way she put it because it's, it's, the way she put it, it's much better than, than the way that I'm described. I'm bumbling around it as usual. <laughs> but 
I think it would come up as yeah, thought, Zach Coons invited you to like Zach Coons. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I, I should submit to everyone in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you probably I mean, get some likes every, out every, of it. I bet I would. Yeah, you know, not not that many, but I think I'd get a few. God, it's too cold out here. I'm going to have to go back inside and just have to deal with the lag. Yeah. Oh, he turned it. Okay, cool. <laughs> they they couldn't take it anymore. I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody um, wins with that. No. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, well, what was I saying? Blue Lotus. Yeah. Well, yeah, the blue the Blue Lotus. So I I made a simple syrup to make basically a, make a cocktail with it, and I've been just been drinking it here. These because I used to I used to drink it and like make it into a tea, and it. it it puts you. It puts you in kind of into that state. What's that called? It's like hypnagogic state, where you're in between waking and sleeping. And you know, you know that like there's that moment in between where you're awake and you know you're going to sleep. Sometimes it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens sometimes. Anyway, and that's called hypnagogia or something along those lines. And uh, it kind of puts it puts you in that state where you're in between being awake and being asleep. But the period is much longer that's how i that's how it kind of affects me so it's going to be a pretty dreamy day yeah. <laughs> i think on my end i didn't put i didn't slurp too much of it but i let it steep for a long time so it's going to be really real i i used to just mix the powder in but letting it steep in the in the in water and then kind of extracting it with alcohol on top of it it's going to be going to make it pretty uh pretty potent i think that sounds intriguing but it's <laughs> yeah it's a really cold. It's a very cold and rainy day here. It's kind of it's kind of miserable out, but uh, so there's nothing really. There's nothing much to do but just kind of stay in and work on work on dreamy things more or less. Yeah, it's a good day for radio. Yeah, is it like that? What what's it like? Is it what's it like? And is it Chechia now or is it the Czech Republic? Did they change it? I think they officially changed it, but. Uh, yeah, it's a Czechia, but people still call it the Czech Republic. I've talked to a lot of people about that, and a lot of them here don't like that Czechia thing. They think it's a little corny. Um, What's so, the reason? What's I, the re- do you know the reasoning behind it? I don't know exactly. I, I think it was it wasn't too long ago. It might have been a year or two ago. I think it might have been a president or prime minister or somebody trying to do something on the the history books to leave their mark or whatever. I don't really think there was an like any sort of significant political motivation for it. I think they might have justified it as like, well, no, nowhere else in Europe re- refers to themselves as Republic in their official name or whatever. I, I don't know. I remember reading something about it a long time ago, but it didn't really stick. So I think, yeah, it was just something kind of hokey. What? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to quote, I'm going to quote one of my journals from, from our, uh, from our from our trip to Europe in 2011, and the journal entry just simply said this, and it was it was in Berlin. And it, I didn't even reference what it was actually. About, but the journal entry simply said this: "Fuck around, fuck around, fuck around. This world is just an endless, uh, a, a, an endless review of fuck around." <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with you. I think one fuck around begets another one. It's just cyclical. Really. That's right. Yeah. Just, just, it's it's so arbitrary and strange that like the changes that 
somebody can, it's strange enough thought that somebody can name a piece of land, <laughs> you know, like putting, putting a particular name on a piece of land that's, you know, more or less arbitrarily staked out. That's unusual enough in and of itself. But then somebody else can come in and decide to give that land that was arbitrarily staked out, arbitrarily named, another arbitrary name. Just thinking about that is, uh, well, that, that, that's, that's going to take up a lot of my day now that I got that one, <laughs> now that I got that thought stirring around. Yeah. <laughs> Just, well, sounds like a good thinking day anyway and to answer your question uh it's relatively nice outside i was out very briefly earlier to obtain a delivered pizza and i wished to remain out longer but uh obligations necessitate that i stay indoors so at least for the time being but uh maybe i'll I'll get a little bit later how's the how does the pizza compare to pizza pizza oh man there's there's only one pizza pizza. I don't even yeah. expect anything along those lines. It was pretty good. I mean, I, I was satisfied with it. But, um, yeah, pizza pizza. As much as people like to shit on it in Toronto, and as we've discussed, people will shit on it. But then why are there so goddamn many pizza pizza locations around? You know, somebody must be buying all this pizza pizza. So, because late at night, that's it. Late at night, <laughs> you know, all all the keyboard warriors late at night are ordering up, ordering up a, a big old a big old pie. Yep, come crawling back. <laughs> that's great pizza. That's some. Of, uh, that's the best chain pizza I've ever had in my life. I like all this. Is is it in in the Czech Republic or Czechia or Chechia or whatever it is? No, Chechia is another place, right? That's in like far eastern Europe. It's Czechia. Yeah. Okay. Um, do, do you have like to get the options of all the different sauces? Can you get like can you get like a garlic butter cup, for example? I haven't looked for it. I remember Pizza Hut had some stuff like that. It wasn't as robust of a selection, but it was still like you know kind of the basics were there. Um, I'm sure maybe if I looked around a little more, I could uh, find something along those lines. Because Pizza Pizza had an amazing selection of those. They had like it had a lot of really just unusual um, flavor condiments that I'd never really seen before. Never really thought to, to like put in a pizza. Like, they like had like um, Szechuan barbecue and uh, you know it's like Kung Pao. They had, they had all kinds of really really unusual options to be able to. And I, it was I think it was it was location based, but it had a lot of really unusual options to that you could choose as a dip. You're not a dipper though. You don't dip, do you? Occasionally they had this really nice jalapeno cheddar dipping sauce. That was <laughs> yeah. like a step up from cheese whiz with some spice in it. But I really <laughs> liked it. <laughs> don't you, don't you hate to say the names of the, of the cup? That's, that's the thing I really hate. I hate to order. <laughs> you know, I, I hate to actually, I hate to actually say, Oh, I'll take I'll take the I'll take the Southwestern Buttermilk Ranch, please. Can I have a <laughs> cup of this? <laughs> I feel like a goddamn fool when I say that. Or, oh, I I used to actually have people. Uh, Taco Bell used to have this. Um, used to have this. I, maybe they still do. They they had this item. And I hate to say it now, but I'll say it just for the for the sake of saying it once. I'm not going to say it anymore. They had these 
potatoes with cheese, like a, a che- some kind of cheese and chives thing on top of them, and they called them cheesy fiesta potatoes. And you had to say it like that to be able to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I used to take around, take friends with me to Taco Bell and have them order it so I didn't have to say it out loud. I hated saying that out loud. Yeah. So I, I would I would only get them if I had a friend come with me to Taco Bell <laughs> and I'd have them <laughs> I'd have them order it so that I didn't have to say it out loud. I never I never did just now is probably the first time I've ever said it out loud. Well, I'm honored to be on the line with you during this momentous occasion. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I find there's restaurants, even just regular old bars will have whatever bullshit stuff on their menu and i don't know why they do this why they can't just call it like the double hamburger but you see it on the menu (laughs) and you want to be specific and make sure you're not getting something else you got to say like i'll have the the double beefy bull burger please or something stupid like that (laughs) yeah Yeah, i hate that kind of shit me too i i it's like it's like a i don't understand how advert who who is the target audience for advertising campaigns I mean, you just have to be a complete idiot to be able to, to be swayed by that. Like, you go in a place and you see that menu and you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to say that out loud. Yeah. What a goddamn moron you'd have to be to, like, to think that, like, you know, to be, like, swayed by that. And, and it, who, who, who is the target? Who is actually convinced to go into a restaurant just so they can say those goddamn ridiculous names? That's what I'd like to know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who's who's just going to be like, oh, you know what? That sounds great. I think I'll ba- I'll pick that up based on the name alone. <laughs> yeah, but it's it is like, it's like a, a marketing ploy more or less. Yeah, but it's got to be a failed attempt. Now I, I I can't imagine anybody enjoying saying that out loud. Just I, I'm with you. Just just call it what it is. It's a hamburger and has two beef patties. Double hamburger. That's fine. Yep. They could certainly come up with some up. some kind of neutral sounding name that doesn't make it feel like a putz when you say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Taco Bell. I I I can because I don't eat meat at all. I uh, I generally I don't eat out at all. I'd say I I I'd say like during this quarantine, I've heard a lot of people complain about not being able to eat out, but I I, I really don't eat out. I don't enjoy eating out for the most part. I I prefer to just make food and. And eat at home, but when I'm on tours or traveling a lot, I, I get to the point where I don't really have a choice. So I go to, and I go, so I go to Taco Bell because I don't eat meat. So that's the, like the that's pretty much the option of if you don't have much time and and uh, you know you, you you don't have much money, which is always the case for me. Uh, you know you got to and you you got to just go somewhere quick. And they've got a lot of ones that I just don't because they instead of instead of I don't like this. I don't like cheesy. That's the thing that really irritates me to say out loud. And 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 all of their things that uh, that I end up ordering having have just have cheesy in the in the title. <laughs> I, I hate yeah. saying that out loud. <laughs> it's like ch- cheesy bean and rice uh, burrito, cheesy cheesy fiesta potatoes. It's just. Potatoes with cheese and chives. Call it that. I yeah. prefer to say that out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they're baked potatoes or whatever, it's like, yeah, I'll get the the baked potato with the cheese and chives. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it would make it. Yeah, I think it would be so much. I'm I'm glad we've solved 
Taco Bell's problems. <laughs> I hope Mr. Taco Bell himself is listening to this right now. Sooner or later. If he's not listening now, he'll catch the replay, I can guarantee. <laughs> yeah. He's 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 sitting in uh, Juarez, Mexico. He's got a uh oh, I don't know. I uh he's wearing like a powder yeah. powder blue suit and uh he's got big <laughs> aviator sunglasses on. There's a pile of cocaine on the table. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's uh, waitresses in bikinis serving them beverages with a whole lot of fruit hanging off the side, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's right. And he's pounding on the table and issuing orders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and those orders are <laughs> well, going to be followed, right. or else. Oh, you better believe it. Change the name from cheesy bean and rice burrito to bean and rice burrito with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Now I want it now. All all my all my restaurants, all my restaurants. Do they have to, is Taco Bell in uh, in in Czechia? I I don't know. I've never seen it, but uh, I've never gone in search of it either. So it it could be here. You're, I can't recall it. You're not a Taco Bell man. No, because in in part I think it's just not widely in Canada. So it's it's not something I really thought of a whole lot. I might have had it like a couple of times. Uh, and that's even, right. I, that's, yeah, I, I remember that. I remember looking for it, and not being able to find it. They put one in downtown Toronto just before I left, and when I was back for a couple of days in February, I passed by where that was, and it was closed. And you'd think on you know <laughs> right downtown, close to where I'd live, that's like the area where stuff is. And I guess they couldn't hack it, or rent was too expensive, or something. I don't know. What? Oh, a Taco Bell closed. That's the first time in history that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taco Bell always succeeds, I thought. Yeah, apparently not. Apparently Mr. Taco Bell had, had other ideas about that location. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're scalping me. Yeah, exactly. The table. They're scalping me. Those, those Canadians are scalping me. <laughs> They might have pulled out a lot of restaurants. I don't know. I was there was one day for some reason I was thinking about that and I I was about to Google it and I just didn't get around to it. Something interrupted me. So that's something I'll have to get back at again. Maybe, maybe today is the day to do that research. Of like how how many uh, Taco Bells in, are are in Canada or yeah because I, I don't know if, research yeah I don't know if that was that particular location or maybe they withdrew a bunch of them or what. I was curious about that because it was, it just seemed <laughs> they, so they odd. They pulled up stakes. Yeah. Cause they've renovated <laughs> they this old building in Canada. Yeah. They, yeah. they spent all this money <laughs> renovating right. this building and it was in what I consider would be a prime <laughs> area. It used to be this really popular <laughs> bar where yeah. there'd be all these singer songwriter <laughs> types playing fucking Pearl jam oh, no. covers and stuff like that. Oh, and, yeah. uh, Anyway, they closed up, moved up the road somewhere, and then Taco Bell rented it, and it took them forever to renovate this place. And they did so much <laughs> with it to bring it up to spec for their purposes. And yeah, I guess maybe it lasted like a year or two. <laughs> and yeah, they just bailed out, and that, that was the end of it. Oh, man. Yep. I love it when big businesses fail. <laughs> I get a giant kick out of that, man. I, I, love, it. I, I love it when... When any when I see any kind of chain restaurant fail or any kind of chain department store fail in any way, I just revel in that, man. I love that shit. <laughs> well, I think that might you know, be like, a topic we can dig into uh, on a future call. We're getting close to the twenty minute mark here. So. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we did spend 15 minutes talking about Taco Bell in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In the future, we want to talk. Rick and I really have, have been asking this big question. Maybe you can answer us. What, uh, in the future, what what makes Toronto tick? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could get Rick on board for that one too. I tried to get him. I tried to get him involved today, but he he's a he's a night owl. He can't. He was not. Won't get up this early. Ah, uh, okay. I, yeah, because he and I we we have a set next Saturday actually uh, for the experimental sound studio um but i'll talk i guess i can talk about that next saturday yep that'll be the same day but um yeah maybe i can get him up next saturday for that <clears throat> yeah let me know okay yeah we'll we'll have to we'll have to get into the get into the schematics of what makes toronto tick. <laughs> <laughs> get, 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 get a boiler plate out there get a uh, get a very sound forum and uh finally get Start asking the tough questions. Yeah, a panel discussion. <laughs> All right, buddy. It was good talking to you. Looking looking forward to hearing the rest of the show. All right, pal. Thanks for being here. I'll uh, talk to you later. Be seeing you. All right. Yeah, I'll be seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. There we go. 20 minutes with our pal, Zach. Uh, and I'm going to move on to the promised... Uh, set of telephone related songs uh first it's going to be don edwards and the dukes with answer your telephone put out in 1957 by singular on a single
May I reach her there? I don't know. She will come in tomorrow morning. You can call tomorrow morning, please. What is her home phone number? I don't have. Hmm. Could you get for me, please? Uh, you called me before, too. You remember? No, I did not. Uh, I, uh, I can't give her phone number. Why not? I am so sorry, sir. Please, you will give, you will give me the number. I can't, I can't. You will give me the number at once, sir. I, I can't, sir. I am so sorry. Okay, well, thank you.
say, last night I was all Babe, I just got half a minute. And you know, that's not very long. To ask you to forgive me for the other day. And Anna, there's just one more thing. That I have to say Obi McClinton featuring Peggy Joe Adams. I guess she only had to record her part once because it's intended to be a recording on the, the song. I don't know. Um, that was put out in 1978 by Epic as a single. Then there was Jillian Hills. I better stop kicking that microphone around. Jillian Hills, Matt Non Il Telephone from the Evec Trois EP. Uh, then there was, oh, that came out in 1963 by Barclay. 
Then we heard uh, a real short thing by Longmont Potion Castle called Give Me the Phone Number. That's from Longmont Potion Castle 3, his one of his collections of his prank call recordings, as he does. Uh, put out in 1995 by DU Records. Then Natasha Snicky, Le Jeu de Telephone, from uh, an EP that came out through Disc AZ in 1967 in France. Another real piece of crap uh, before that, Mary Wilson with Telephone Man, released in 1977. I guess 77 and 78 were good years for stupid theme songs about telephones uh, and telephone communication. That was released by GRT, and we started it off with Don Edwards and the Dukes, Answer Your Telephone, by Singular Records. Uh, so, I'm going to play Beige Palace next. The song is Catch Up Dirt. This was put out last year by Buzz Howell, and is found on their leg release.
Yeah. Nanzu with Spambot Ringer from Wazoo. They put that out in 2017 with the help of the already dead label. Uh, then there was Four El Morocco's. That is the Four El Morocco's with Tabango, released in 1959 as a single by Alta, Alta. Records. Uh, Don Vito before the Four El Morocco's. Crystal Motor from Como Sava Light My Fire. Released by Head Records in 2015. Uh, then there was J. Hodge Orc with Goatsville. Uh, put out in 1961 by Cornudo. Um, Scalp Brain, who on their Bandcamp page described themselves as unhappy hardcore. I can really get behind that. Uh, the song was Smog. It comes from the record known as A Journey Into Madness, which was co-released by A Drunken Sailor and Thrilling Living. And to start Beige Palace with Ketchup Dirt, put out by Buzz Howell in 2019 as part of Leg. So, uh, I'm getting pretty close to the end of the old show here. Uh, I would like to say thanks to you for listening um, and thanks to folks who are sending stuff along to me that really means a lot um and yeah i'll hopefully be back again next saturday as opposed to sunday next week uh if the gods are willing we'll see gonna play something next this is a really strange song it's by aj Rowe. it's called smoke my pipe the sign ain't right and it was put out in 1971 by Cave Records. There's a, more comments on washing people's feet in a song here than I've heard anywhere else in my entire life. Um, it, it came out as a single, and I guess this is both sides of the single that were put together, or you know, the single had two sides, and the song that you'll hear now was split into two parts. So this is the uh, the song as it's meant to be heard. Anyway, there was a, a neat write-up about it on Discogs.com, and I thought I had that open. Um, let's see if I'll bring it up here real quick, because it is pretty funny, if you ask me. Um, so, yeah. From the numeral group compilation Various Local Customs Cavern Sound, little is known about the Kansas City native Alan... J. Rowe. His lone single, the two-part, two-step funk warm-up, Smoke My Pipe, The Sign Ain't Right, was cut at Cavern Studios on April 22, 1970, under the watchful eye of John Hatton. The session was backed by AFM local 34 card-carrying members, John Hatton, Bill Hargraves, and John Moody for a cost of $50.32 and tracked between 1 and 2 p.m., Leasing out Cavern's custom cave imprint, Rowe then paid $16 for lacquers, $7 for labels, and $60.50 for 550 singles, all shipped via Greyhound Bus from Precision Record Pressing, Inc. in Nashville to his home at 2828 Prospect in the Key Coalition neighborhood. Nearly three years later, Rowe called in a reorder and was never heard from again. 
And if Discogs.com is to be believed, that was the only thing he ever did. I have no idea why somebody would want to put this this record out, why this was this guy's mission to get involved in the music industry just for the sake of this one song. But I don't know. I'll, I'll say I'm glad it exists anyway. So I'll let you hear it. Say thanks again. See you later. Come home this morning about half past four. My girl was standing in the bedroom door. I didn't know hardly what to say or do. She had a pocket knife and a pistol too. I just walked the floor and smoked my pipe. I said I can't go to bed. The sign ain't right. I tried to be a man and hold. Yeah, when you were sick, I stayed at home I washed your feet every day in the week I wanted you to sleep on clean white sheets You were sick as any woman I've ever seen You were having trouble in all your dreams One night you had some hard nightmares I washed your face and I combed your hair You were so sick, I didn't know what to do So I called a doctor and the undertaker too The doctor came but he didn't stay He looked in your face and he walked away The undertaker came at late that night He said, stick tight, the sign ain't right Through all life's rain and life's storm and hail I stayed by your bedside and didn't fail Walked through all life's slippery streets My feet got wet with light snow and sleep Most times alone with just me and you My head got wet with light midnight dew I stayed by your bedside and smoked my pipe I can't go to bed to sign I love that gal because she was so kind to me Long time ago the gal paid my fine I was so glad when the gal got well Her loving kind that she could hear me tell How she pulled off my clothes and she'd wash my feet Put me in the bed and hold my head Lead me in the bathroom and wash my face And make me coffee just to suit my taste One night she said You've been out doing something against my will You've been drinking that moonshine from the still Now I made you tight And it's late at night Please go to bed, the sign ain't right Your breath is just smelling like a whiskey still If the cops don't get you, the jitterbug will I slipped on out, but I'll come back soon Some jitterbug made me dust my broom I looked on the pillow and got my gun I 
Fuck out of here. Be seeing you. And you. 